All right, another edition of the of Riding Home. We got, we're just starting. This is Dean Leggy and Dylan Weber. I surprised you. A little bit. I'm you just, like? I'm sipping a tea right now. How far are you going to stay from the microwave? Are we going to just stand? Well, open? I wasn't prepared for this, but let's do. Let's get to it. That's well, how. You better. You better be better. What is it? Be, oh, go do hard. More. Do more. Yeah, do more. The the motto of the day in the season for Georgia football. We're not chopping anymore. We are just doing more. We've gotten a little more vague. <laughs> What'd you make of the dogs today? What'd you make of the dogs, Dylan? Um, well, I don't know. I talked to Andrew Thomas for most of the time. In fact, the entire time. Um, and per usual, he's extremely quiet. Yeah. Talked a lot about his, uh, his piano game. Well, what was the John Legend? Did you the, like that? You like my question? Yeah. Did you see that? Well, yeah. I mean, what, what Oh, was you this? were in the room? Were you, you in that someone room? Someone asked him about what song That was me. Played. Yeah. Yeah, that was me. What was the, what was the song? Some John Legend song. I'm the not song is "All of Me" by John Legend. I tweeted that out. You're welcome. Yeah, no, that's great. He also plays a percussion. If anyone's interested, percussion. That's which what he could be the xylophone. I think or... that's probably what it was more like marching band percussion. Yeah, xylophone marching band is a little bit tricky. If you're yeah. marching with a xylophone, I don't know if he was marching, but he well, was I'm just saying if you're if you're really boss, if you got one of those long xylophones and you're marching with them, I mean that's legit. Because most xylophones are on rollers because they weigh, like, you know, 100 pounds. Yeah. But Andrew Thomas, I would bet. Could probably do that. He could probably do that in pads. No problem. <laughs> He's just out there. Ding, 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 ding. That would be a pretty good workout. I'd like to see that. We were talking a minute ago, and that's why I just started this thing. You were listening to Riding Home here on Dog Post. Thank you for listening. Uh, we're at SEC Media Days, as you can tell. It's it's a little bit we we're more than we're a little bit stir crazy right now. A little now. bit. We just had to sit through. We had a two two and a half hour dinner that should have taken maybe forty minutes at most. And not good food. All right, the let's food, not get into that. The food was bad. Let's not get into that. Let's talk Georgia football. So the dogs go today. Jake Fromm was very polished. i did not. I was only in the room with Kirby for about ten minutes today. I usually spend more than an hour in the room with the head coach at Georgia, but I had other stuff pressing uh, that was going on. Um, but I did reach Kirby, essentially say, hey, look, uh, <laughs> what we've done here is not good enough. So he's that, bas- was, a, that was a very big point. I mean, he, he said 24 and 5, that's, that's fine, but, you know, that's not going to do it. Because, you know, you wrote about this the other day. Yeah. The expectation at this point, even though they haven't won it, is national championship or nothing. Yeah, and I was talking with a friend of mine in college football who, you know, shall – Shall, this particular person shall remain nameless. And I said, you know, if you judge everyone's season on if they win the national championship, for the last 25 years there would be a lot of disappointing teams except the 25 who won it, and that's it. But, no, Texas did not win the national championship last season. I can assure you everyone is high on the horns. Well, I mean, but no, you don't judge every team by that. But the, you, the, Okay, this the is reason, a good point. The reason Alabama, Clemson, and Georgia are – Judged by that, Alabama and Clemson obviously they've won right. the past several years. For Georgia, it's because they are keeping up recruiting wise with them. They have the same talent, well, the same level of talent with, as. I Alabama would argue that they have more than Clemson for sure in terms of recruit. If you're just looking strictly at the mathematics of recruiting, and they are right on top of Alabama, if not in front of Alabama. Yeah, so and that's why they are in that consideration. They have had several great recruiting classes, all great recruiting classes under Kirby. Right. Now he needs to put that together and do what Alabama. And this are doing. is the job. That we don't, we have not seen Kirby do yet. That it's and it's up to him. I mean, um, today 
today he talked about, you know, he jokingly said, you know, we just got to get the Alabama backup quarterback out of the game. You know, he can't come in and we'll be all right. And he, it's, it's funny. It's true. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you look at the eight quarters of football between those two schools, um, six of the eight, Georgia was a better team. And, you know, Georgia has led – Georgia has not – Georgia has either been tied or ahead of Alabama for I think it's um, something like uh, 118 of 120 minutes of football. Well, that – you know, that matters. Like they lost to Vanderbilt in 2016, a team they were better than, but they lost. And they lost because of mistakes or things happen, whatever you want to call it. So – the note, I think the, the I think the important part here by Kirby too is hey you know we're not getting exactly manhandled, we're right there. Yeah. And now now naturally everyone's saying all right congratulations you're right there F- finish it off. Well and he kind of said the same thing yeah. behind closed doors. Um, I mean like we talked about he he knows what the expectation is and someone asked him about you know how does the outside expectation affect you and he said well it doesn't we know how we want to run this program internally but. Yeah. You know, the end result is the same expectation as the Well, the, I mean, I am wary of hearing teams say, we, you know, we have our own set of expectations in-house, et cetera. It's hard to hear that coming from programs that are not top five programs. And, like, I, I think about teams like the Joe Cox-led Mark Rick teams they weren't going to win a national championship. They weren't going to get to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And you still hear, you know, heard this sort of foolishness coming from programs. At Clemson, for sure. At Alabama, for sure. And I think at Georgia and probably Ohio State. I think those are the – Those are the ones where you're going, yeah, it makes sense for you to be in the playoff. In Oklahoma. And it makes sense for you to be talking about a national championship. You know, for Texas, they haven't won the league in forever. For, you know, whoever else, you know, so don't tell me about your standards. Just go out and do it. And the same thing is applying now to Kirby, except he's saying that. He's sort of saying, yeah, okay, I'm going to say it before y'all say it. And so he did. And you bring up just uh, other teams saying that um, about expectations. And I doubt uh, Texas doesn't look at the outside expectations because it, it fluctuates for them a little bit. I think if you're Texas and you want to talk about a national championship this year, I think you're within your right to do so. Yeah. Michigan, maybe, but Ohio do think, State. Do you think you should you shouldn't expect one? You should, the fans should not. So your 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 point here without saying it is it, you're agreeing with what I wrote the other day specifically as it relates to Georgia, but you're adding Clemson and Alabama. You're saying you, they should expect to, win the, expect to win the national championship. And of course, you know, it's, And that's such sacrilege. See, see you didn't grow up with this, but 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 I did and I've been around it for 40 something years. Georgia people aren't like Alabama people. They 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 are much more like, I mean, Clemson for decades, poor mouth themselves. But I don't know of a fan base that is so comfortable with negativity as Georgia fans. Well, because it's, 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 it's Larry Munson. It's Larry Munson. It's totally Larry and, Munson. And, and, and I mean, it's Vince Dooley, too. I mean, and, and just the constant heartbreak that they've seen. Yeah. I mean, because I, I had this documentary thing I'm doing, and, and I, we had David Pascal in here earlier, and we were talking about, you know, the 07 season, the 12 season, last, you know, 2017, and in, in the Auburn game in 2013, and he was just like, you know, Georgia fans have had a lot of heartbreak. Well, yeah. I mean, like, teams 
like from from 1984 1983 Texas until 2005 how much heartbreak was there really for Texas they were just bad yeah I mean they were just there's, bad. there's a difference between heartbreak and bad bad you know what you're getting yeah that's South Carolina yeah you know you're not gonna be winning but heartbreak is 2012 Chris Conley catching the ball right you know exactly yards away from the end zone that's yeah. heartbreak because you right in that moment are saying Georgia is not only going to make the national championship, but likely win. Right. That would, is heartbreak. They would win the national championship in I, that scenario. Heartbreak is having your expectations just shattered. Well, and the thing about it is, and this 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 grows the negativity even more, is, is sometimes the way in which the heartbreak has happened has been in spectacular fashion. Oh, yes. When you talk about 2012, 2013 with, with Auburn, that was just pure luck in a way that you just don't see in life or sports. You know, 2007 uh, National Championship game with a great throw and play from Tua, but facing a second and 26 with a with – with, I mean, even if they get a 10-yard you – know, they're, then they're facing a third, third and 16 six, th- yeah. with a kicker who, who just awful. shanked a 25-yard attempt that they should have won the game in overtime with. So, so I think Georgia people – are are not going to believe it's theirs until the morning after. Oh, I mean, yeah. until the trophy is not just I mean on the way back home, but in a case in Athens, and that's 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 they have lived with it for so long. They are Chicago Cubs. They should be doing better than they always have been, or the or the Sox. They're the they are that that is what they are. And and but but my point is just like when you saw it with Boston, you're spending a lot. You know, you're you're you're. In, in baseball terms, you're spending a lot of money on you know players. And a lot you're of, getting Johnny Damon. And, you're and, you and know a lot of in, emotional investment from the fans. Totally. And that's that's the worst part of it. I mean, forty two thousand Georgia fans go down to Jacksonville every single year. It's not in the state. What other fan base does that? There's one, Oklahoma. That's it. Oklahoma has forty five thousand that go to Dallas every year. But that's year. a shorter drive. It's a shorter drive. <laughs> like, I mean, so it's a it's a it's a it's a passionate fan base that has been lost in the desert for getting close to forty years, and 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 days like today, we don't know. I mean, what happens if Tua gets hurt? He wasn't so hot after he was banged up. He wasn't hot when he wasn't. You know. Well, I mean, he was pretty good those first eight or nine games. Or whatever. Well, I mean, it, yeah, but it, it took. He was a little banged up in the, in the SEC championship game. I mean, how how bad was that injury at that time? I don't know, but he well, and then he really got hurt. Well, that I mean, that yeah. pulled him out of the game. But I would say that um, he did not look comfortable at all against Georgia. Now, was that the injury, or was that the fact that I think Georgia was breathing down his throat? Well, yeah, very. And, and then Clemson did the same exact thing, you know, a month later. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's not a lot of fun to be under pressure as a quarterback. And you got Ledbetter running at you, and DeAndre Walker, and you know now little Roquan and Kobe Dean will be flying around. The interesting thing here is that you've got two two teams. You got the heavyweight champ in Alabama, and you've got the contender in Georgia. But this this other guy has come and beat the champ twice, and and and, and in ways that the champ doesn't play. See. How do you mean? They're not. They're. Not, they don't play for lack of a better term. Dick in the dirt football, Clemson. Oh, that's oh, not okay. what they do. Yeah. Now their defense is very physical and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like, well, you know, 
why are we going to play, you know, football when we can play basketball on, on grass? You know, that's what we're going to do on offense. We're going to fling the ball around and so forth. And all of a sudden, if if you're uh, Alabama, they're going, well, you know, we're not as programmed to deal with this. We're, we're used to the physicality of the conference. And so Clemson's kind of come in and said, well, we're not going to play by your rules. We're mm-hmm. going to do something different. I mean, that's why that game can end up being a blow. I don't know if Georgia-Alabama – can necessarily because they just they, be hard. they play so much like each other. Yeah, that well, I know, and so I it, know. it's hard. Well, to well some some people out. some people that I talk to a lot say, hey, you know, if and when if and or when they pass Alabama, it might be that they just pass Alabama and that's it for Alabama. Now that that sounds like sacrilege, but well, you, ne- the, you never know when your time is up. Well, and the thing is. <laughs> You know, there is a little bit of a clock on Saban. How long is probably right. pretty long, but as the years go on, you know, recruits start looking at that and they say, I don't, I don't know. I mean, Kirby, for the foreseeable future, how old is he? 15 years. He for, could go yeah. easily from Yeah, now. they don't. No question. There is extreme job security there. And I'm not saying right. there isn't with Alabama at the moment. Well, is Nick Saban going to be at Alabama for the next 15 years? So that would be, <laughs> that would be 2033? That would be insane. 2034. I mean, is he going to be the head coach at Alabama in 2034? I wouldn't think so, but I'm not going to put it past him. I, I think he's in great shape. He's passionate. He cares about it. He loves but, it. you know, the best two teams in this league have been Georgia and Alabama in the last two years. They have proven that with their with their play in the league. They both have combined to only lose to LSU, Auburn twice, and – that's it, and 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 you know Alabama's beaten Georgia twice, so and, yeah. they have proven they are better. That you know, and Clemson has been able to sustain in a, in another league and do sort of what USC did back in the day, just play in a league just, that's you know, you know just chill, walk through, walk through. Although the ACC is probably easier now than the Pac twelve, the Pac ten ever thought about being, but that is the challenge because you were starting to talk about hey the playoff this the playoff that. And you said, hey, you know, whoever, you know, what if Georgia and Alabama have to play in the playoff in the semifinal? If I were Clemson, I would be desperate to avoid. If I were any of the three of them and you're getting to the playoff, you've got to be desperate to avoid the other, you know, the other, so to speak. I mean, yeah. But do you think in reality that Alabama and Georgia could play in that semifinal game? Do you think If one of them doesn't win their division, yes. In fact, I would think that will happen at that. So, so let's just say the Gators win the division. Georgia goes eleven and one. The Gators win it on a field goal at the end of the at the end of the deal, and then uh, you know Alabama wins the conference over the Gators decisively. That's Georgia's only loss. Notre Dame's a top ten team. They go ten and two with a loss to Georgia and X, or they're eleven and one. Maybe Notre Dame's in. You know. Mm-hmm. So and then you know then Clemson in theory is we, well, you know yeah Clemson would be in so. Two of either the Pac-12, Big um, the Pac. I have no confidence. Big Ten or the Big Twelve. Basically. I have no confidence in the Big Twelve will produce a viable playoff person. The Big Twelve. Excuse me, the Pac-12. Oh, I don't think so either. So you're looking at the big, the Big Ten or the um, or the Big Twelve, and we have, as we have seen, the Big Ten champion has been left out for a non-division winning SEC team in yeah. this play in the playoff. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. so it can happen. 
I'm trying to remember who was in the playoff last year. Clemson, Alabama, uh, Oklahoma, no, and – Yeah, so the Big Ten's been left out a lot. And if Georgia beats Notre Dame, that, I mean, likely – Eliminates Notre Dame. Yeah. You would think. Unless they just smoke everyone else. I don't know who else is on their schedule, but they don't get bonus points for beating USC. No, USC's not. Not this USC team. They would need Stanford to be outstanding, and there's just so much that would have to go their way. But any other closing further thoughts on, you know. Today? Yeah. Um, Jeremy Pruitt talked a long time. Yeah. He talked yeah. a long, long time. I think someone said he talked for 21 straight minutes before he opened it up for questions. And to be honest, his questions were, or his answers were a little brief on the questions. Maybe because the moderator was like, hey, man, you got to speed this up. But uh, it's it's gonna be you know Jeremy uh, has a tremendous. We talked about this at dinner. They have a tremendous. He has a tremendous challenge at Tennessee. Yeah, that's absolutely. a tough situation. I mean, DeBerry's a big big believer. He thinks they can at least not not that they're gonna be competing, yeah. but that you should be, yeah you should you should be more specific. Yeah, he thinks they can be decent. He thinks they can be you know like a like so, an A and M in the East, like a like an eight and four to seven and five team. Not maybe not this year, but you know, in the next couple of years. I got. I mean, it's about getting the right quarterback. There, he, Matt is saying, "Hey, look, they're recruiting at an efficient level. They're not, you know, they're not at Georgia's level. They're probably not at necessarily Florida's level, but they are in there with South Carolina. They're in there just below the Gators. They can beat the Gators. They they showed that last year. They just didn't do it, and." Um, I'm a little skeptical that Tennessee is going to get a lot past the seven win mark just because they always are playing the Gators, Dogs, and Tide. That's that just you know, that's it, like almost it's it's a guaranteed two losses almost with yeah, Georgia and Alabama, yeah. and then a tough matchup with Florida. Um, and then A and M came to today. the league today. Said howdy, Jimbo was dodging Florida State questions left and right. Was, um, yeah, the the Bleacher Report article that that really kind of. Would that come out today or late? No, that was that, that was like, you know, maybe more than a month ago. But I mean, it, it really pinned a lot on him on the fall of that program. Mm. Um, which you know, you always have to take those kind of things with a grain of salt. Correct. You know, it's a few people with a an axe to grind. Because yeah, I remember. I mean, he won a national championship there. He did, and then they, you know, and they won the league. You know, they were dominant in that league, and then as soon as they fell apart, and they fell apart, and you want to talk about Clemson's path, I mean, it doesn't exist that it's difficult. It's because Florida State fell apart. They don't win that division with Florida State being good. So, you know, them and Miami being bad and Virginia Tech not mattering, that's what's killed the ACC. And and it's just Clemson. I mean, I mean at least in the Big Ten – in the Big 12, you have polar opposites. In the Big 12, you have at Texas and, o, uh, you and have OU. You your two powerhouses. That you, can, you just don't. You have Clemson and you have the JV. I mean, the best team outside of them in the conference is probably Syracuse, who is not good. Virginia Tech, maybe? Virginia Tech. Uh, oh, they they lost were 6 and Dominion. 6 last year, man. But they've been, I mean, the year before that. But they've been, I mean, Miami's been five time national champions in, the dec- in a decade before, or four. I mean, you know. The ACC's got to get its act together, generally speaking. It might not hurt Clemson. Um, I mean, it may hurt Clemson's chances, but that league is is you want to be good at football. Do you know? Well, <laughs> well, all, all I'm trying to say is you no. know Clemson needs a margin for error too, 
And if they ever get into a situation where the SEC champions undefeated, the Big Ten's undefeated, the Big 12's undefeated, and the Pac 12's undefeated, and they got a loss, they're out. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're out. So they don't have a margin for error. And the only time in their history uh, that they've been undefeated is twice. So, you know, it's not going to continue forever uh, that you just string together seasons like that. Well, because you think that. And with the losses that they've eaten over time. Pitt, Syracuse. I mean, mean, just generally speaking, they have some nasty ones. Everyone has nasty ones, but not to four and eight Syracuse. When you're that good, too. Right, that's that's my point. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about. George Vanderbilt. Yeah, 2016. in 2016. We're talking about a national championship contending team, a team to go back to the beginning of the podcast that should expect to win the national championship. There are three. Are you putting anyone else in there with them? OU? I think you can usually throw Oklahoma, Oklahoma Ohio, State, Ohio State. But I, I'm not super sold. I'm not sold on them as I usually am this year. Ohio State? Mm-hmm. I'm not sold on either of those because I don't trust their quarterbacks. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma. That new coach. Yeah, Ohio State State certainly has issues the likes of which they've not seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. And Oklahoma doesn't have a gunslinging, you know, Heisman Trophy candidate, like a legit Heisman Trophy candidate winning guy. I mean, yeah. He he can't. We're talking about two number one overall quarterbacks. Correct. I mean, that That guy ain't there right now. Jalen Hurts is not there. Jalen Hurts is walking through that door. You know, God bless his feet. They've saved Alabama's ass a few times. Yeah. But Oklahoma could lose to Iowa State. Oklahoma could lose to Texas. Certainly. And then that's the season. Mm-hmm. And that's real simple to say. They won't, but anyway. I mean, but they, they could lose. They could very well lose two games in the season. What? What? Who'd they lose to the year? They lost to Iowa State the year they played Georgia, didn't they? Mm-hmm. That's some rando loss. It was at Iowa State, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Iowa State is not going to win the Big 12, but they're number three. Yeah, they can. I don't know who else would be, honestly. Uh, yeah, it's it's rough right now. All right. Well, anyway, the dogs went today, and we've just let. I, I just don't see how we can avoid talking about the playoff basically every time. Because once again, it's it's it comes down to the expectations we we keep talking about, and they are embracing them completely. And when we talk to Georgia, I mean, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the future. And the future involves expectations, and yep. the expectations are to win a national championship. We're not talking about the Outback Bowl. No. All right, Dean Leggy and Dylan Weber wrapping up yet another edition. We'll have one more of these, well, two more of these from Birmingham. So stay tuned. We appreciate everybody listening. And go to dogpost.com right now.